0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
0: It's a bow that seemingly doesn't have an end. The airliners say the 5G upgrades coming online now will lead to thousands of canceled flights, despite having come to an agreement with Verizon at two weeks ago. So what the heck is going on here? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to talk about this flap is Maggie Ridden, CNET's regulatory and mobile expert. Welcome, Maggie. Thanks for having me. So the airlines are still worried about interference issues. Like, what's what's going on?
1: Um, well, that is a really good question. (laughs) So basically, um, as of yesterday, you know, a couple days ago, the airline industry was saying that they're still not satisfied with um, what the the carriers have been doing. And they're still concerned about interference issues between um, altimeters in planes and, um, and 5G networks. And they're saying that there is a potential for interference which would be a problem when um, pilots are trying to land airplanes uh, in low visibility situations. Um, and so they're concerned about this.
0: Yeah, that, that seems like a big deal. I mean, what what exactly are the airliners and the FAA asking for? Well,
1: that's actually a really good question because it's it's kind of unclear. <laughs> it seems like they just don't want any deployment of 5G um, at this point because they're saying that there are these altimeters that are out in airplanes. They don't know how many. They don't know specifically which planes are affected, but there's just like general you know, unease that there could be problems. Meanwhile, the wireless industry and the FCC are like, we've studied this, we don't see any significant issues. And by the way, these wireless carriers have paid, you know, uh, in excess of $70 billion for this spectrum. And, um, you know, they're supposed to be deploying it. So uh, no, we're not going to halt everything. So, um, you know, they've made some concessions. They've agreed to do some things to try to um, mitigate any potential issues. And they are saying to the FAA, um, hey, you guys need to figure out which planes this is affecting, which which equipment, and then, um, you know, figure out a solution here.
0: And... You know, Verizon and AT&T did, uh, did sort of respond or did sort of acquiesce to some of the requests yesterday. What, what did they do? Yes. So
1: originally, and let me just take you back a little bit. So, you know, in November, when this became a real big issue and the FAA started um, complaining about this this issue, the carriers said, OK, you know, we will reduce our our power of our antennas Um in areas around airports. So they already agreed to do that. And then they came to another agreement where they would say, they said that they would have, you know, exclusion zones around certain airports, um, one and a half mile exclusion zones and um, looked like everything was fine. And then um, there was more outcry. And as of yesterday, they agreed to extend that exclusion zone to two miles. So they basically, you know, added a half mile around airports where they said that they, would have an exclusion zone for their 5G
0: service. And that large exclusion zone, especially in areas like like here in New York. I mean, that actually impacts consumers. Like what what exactly how is this all affecting their customers? Well, that's also a good question because it's it, it is
1: sort of unclear how much it's really actually affecting customers, right? Because I mean, if you if you think about New York, for example, like LaGuardia is you know, has some areas around it where they're residential customers, but then you go to some place like JFK or Newark. And I mean, there's not a lot of residential area right, you know, right next to the airport. So, you know, it's kind of unclear how much this is really going to affect consumers, but, you know, it would basically mean that, you know, they might not get access to that, um, the new ultra wideband service that Verizon, for example, is rolling out. Um, but you know, again, it's sort of unclear what what the actual impact is.
0: And uh, just to give our listeners a bit of context around that, like this isn't this delay or holding off of five G or the five G upgrades doesn't mean there isn't five G already, right? Like, what what exactly are coming with these upgrades? If you could just sort of explain out, you know, the the benefits of this upgrade and the this so called C band spectrum that's being put to use.
1: Yeah, so the C band spectrum is really, really important, particularly for companies like Verizon, um, because the 5G service that's already been out there is really uh, using really high frequency spectrum called millimeter wave. And that spectrum is great for transmitting, um, you know, really at, at high capacity, but it doesn't go over very long distances. So, like, it's more used for indoor use or basically like, you know, city block by city block. The mid-band spectrum allows uh, signals to travel much further distances um, and penetrate through buildings and, and, and stuff. So it actually really uh, makes true 5G kind of possible for the vast majority of people who are now buying devices with with 5G in them. So for Verizon, for example, which um, really is relying on this swath of mid-band spectrum for their 5G service, I mean, this is make or break for them. They need to get this spectrum rolled out so that people get the service that they expect.
0: Yeah, it was interesting in the announcement they made yesterday that they, uh, they said that uh, with the launch of this new upgraded network, 90 million people would Benefit from the upgrades. That is 10 million less than their original projection, which means that that the, these exclusion zones around these airports must have much have more impact than we realize. Um, and at and has been a bit more quiet, but likewise, they're they're relying on it not as much as Verizon, but relying on the C band to kind of bulk up their network as well. I, you know, in terms of the um, the agreement that was struck two weeks ago. There was this seemingly this standoff where it was going to lead to lawsuits, and the carriers and the FAA came to an agreement. They were delayed two weeks ago. You know, we both talked to the carriers and came away with the impression that that two-week delay and the agreement that was struck then was supposed to head off any additional complaints. Yet, like we were like right ahead of the the two-week deadline, which was yesterday. You know, like you said, the airline CEO started talking about it. Now, airline international airlines have canceled flights to the U.S. Like, what do you have an idea what happened to like have it all sort of break down this way?
1: Yeah. So basically, and I think this is something that maybe people don't really appreciate or understand as much. So the FAA is the regulator for the the aviation industry. So they are not necessarily the the. Um, The um, the airlines themselves, and so whenever they put out warnings or they put out regulations, that's something that the aviation industry has to abide by. And so, you know, initially the the FAA put out this notice and and basically said to uh, to the the companies that they regulate, hey, we've got some exclusions and some some regulations that are coming. Um, that's going to affect you and so I think what's happened is is the aviation industry is um, is getting nervous <laughs> about this number one I mean certainly they' they don't want anything to happen to their planes but um, you know I think what it comes down to here is the FAA really didn't do a very good job of of really figuring out this problem uh, years ago, right? Like they should have known which altimeters were affected. They should have um, really pushed the industry to upgrade their equipment um, so that it could comply. And now that we're kind of in you know, the 11th hour, they're saying, wait a minute, th- things can't go forward. Um, And we've got this problem where we don't know how many altimeters are out there. We don't know exactly where the problem is, but we're just concerned about a problem. And so that, you know, affects obviously the aviation industry in terms of how they're going to run their business and, and potential safety concerns. So I think that's really the issue. And what happened this past weekend is, you know, the FAA had had this two week period where they were you know, supposed to hurry up and figure out a solution here and give the all clear. And basically they put out something on Sunday saying, well, we've cleared 45% of the US fleet. As for the other 55%, we're not really quite sure. And by the way, we're still probably gonna have to issue some warnings at certain airports around the country. And I think that really is what freaked out the um the aviation industry because they're like wait a second what about the rest of these um these airplanes like you know why can't you tell us what the problem is or how we can fix this so we can you know operate without you know fear of having to cancel flights
0: yeah and this situation basically involves the wireless carriers taking their cues from the FAA and not the federal communications commission which is the agency that's supposed to regulate them. Like how, how unusual is this?
1: It is really unusual and and really bad. <laughs> and the reason why it's really bad is it, it, it appears to be just a complete breakdown in, in the way things are supposed to happen. There is actually uh, a, an agency within the Commerce Department that, um, the NTIA, the National Telecommunications and Information Administration. And really that agency is the one that is supposed to be interfacing with any other federal um, agency uh, to work with the FCC to make sure that spectrum is being used properly and if there's any kind of interference issues. And, And basically the FAA and the aviation industry have just bypassed that process altogether they're going directly to the White House in complaining. And it's interesting because the, the aviation industry um, was preparing a lawsuit and they were going to sue the FCC <laughs> to tell yeah. the FCC to tell the carriers that they couldn't deploy their spectrum, which is just crazy because the FCC does not regulate the aviation industry and really, you know so a lot of legal experts are saying, you know, this could be a complete mess. They would probably lose in court they being the aviation industry, because the courts really um, look to agencies that have expertise. Like the FCC has technical expertise in wireless and spectrum, and it is well-documented and over and over the courts have said, they're the expert agency, we give deference to them. If they say it's safe, then, then we go forward. And if there's a problem with the regulation that the FAA has put out, then the industry should be going to their regulator and saying, you know, why aren't you working with this other federal agency that says it's okay?
0: (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, obviously a lot of moving parts and it's, as I said, really, really weird or unusual. So what's next?
1: Well, I mean, it seems like there's another agreement. Um, But with the, the FAA, between the FAA- the White House, the Department of Transportation, the FCC, and the wireless industry. Now, I'm still hearing that I think the the, the ABN, aviation industry is still not 100% satisfied. So I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, like like you mentioned at the top, you've got um, airlines that are still canceling flights. Now you've got international carriers that are, are canceling flights. So I, I don't know what's next. I, I say, if you have a flight booked, Um, in the next couple of weeks, you know, keep an eye on it.
0: (laughs) Yep. No, good advice. Good advice, Maggie. Thanks for your time. You check out her story and our full coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by handing it to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate, subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.